Welcome to the Empowered You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Espino, a former licensed social worker turned spiritual empowerment coach and transformational speaker. And I am on a mission to help you rediscover who you truly are on a soul level so you can create the life you truly desire and make the impact that only you were born to make. This unfiltered podcast is your weekly Espino Espresso shot of empowerment, information, strategies, incredible guests, fun, and so much more all geared towards helping you believe with pure conviction that you are more than enough and have the power and abilities within you to make your dreams and desires a reality. Because let me tell you, Sunshine, the world needs you. Now let's get this party started. Welcome back, sunshines, to another episode of the Empowered You Podcast. Bow, bow, bow. What is going on? What is up? How are you? So listen, 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 sunshine. So I recorded this episode actually yesterday, right? But literally, it was all over the place. It was a lot of scattered energy. I really wasn't clear on what I actually wanted to share. So it was kind of like word vomit. And I was even on that episode when I recorded it, I was like, you know, I may or may not even post this. I'm not even sure. Um, and I, I recognized today, I was like, no, I want the energy to be more grounded in what I have to share and have some more of direction in what I want to share. Whereas, cause I didn't want you to feel that scattered energy, even though I stand by everything I shared in that episode, which I'm going to delete, but I stand by everything I shared in that. It just was very scattered and very like all over the place. And I just didn't want to do that to you. I didn't want you to feel that scatteredness energy. Does that make sense? So I was like, you know what? I want to share from a place of I'm still open and flexible for divine inspiration to come through. And I'm not really exactly sure exactly what I'm talking about today, but I do know my intention. And there is certain journal prompt questions I want you to dig into later on that I'll share with you that will really help. So I do feel like this is just going to be more powerful. So before we get into it, all right. This is how this is the setup because I know you guys know that I have not dropped an episode in the past couple of weeks and there has been and I didn't give you guys a heads up and so we need to talk about that. So I'm going to definitely bond with you. We're going to I'm going to keep it real. We're going to the intention of that to share with you is first of all, I like to be transparent, vulnerable and authentic. That is like the three core values of the Empowered You podcast, right? So I like to keep it real with you all. Uh, Also though, my intention is that it can give you permission to release this pressure that you're putting on yourself and this judgment that you're putting on yourself and just really feel like, okay, we're all figuring this out. Like we, we all don't have our shit together. You know, I'm not wrong. I'm not broken. I don't need to be fixed. Nothing. There's nothing wrong with me, right? Like, you know, we're all in this human experience together. So I really hope this episode just gives you that like relief that like, oh, I could take a deep breath. Like, okay, like we're all going through it. That sense of community and unity. And that's again, why I share my ups and downs with you all, because I know if you see some like, I don't know, business coaches or whatever, they would tell me like, Kelly, are you kidding? Like you can't be sharing that. Like you're going to take away from your authentic your quote unquote authority figure, your, your, you know, teacher status, your coaching status, blah, blah, blah. And I just find that that's such bullshit. I mean, for me personally, as a consumer, as a client, I don't want to work with someone or listen to someone that just hides 
parts of them, you know, and just makes it seem like everything is, you know, rosy, dory or whatever the expression is like, and everything is all great. And no, I want to know who I'm learning from. I want to like, I love that authenticity piece. I love when people just keep it raw and transparent and real. And I just feel like the world, especially now needs that authenticity because we see so much fake shit all around, like reality shows that are not even real. You know, we have all these images that are you know, what is it called? Uh, Auto-tuned or, I mean, face-tuned or whatever and uh, airbrushed and all that crap. It's like, there's so much inauthenticity in our society right now that it's like, I, I just, I crave for it. And I know you do as well. So that's why I wanted to keep it real with that intention of giving yourself permission to relax. Right. And then I just want to take it a next a step deeper and help you really understand that Jen, you airy is really designed to help us look within and do some healing work and get some clarity on what we want. And I'll talk about that more, but I wanted also with that is to share with you that to again, give yourself permission to release these timelines and these expectations we put on ourselves and these unrealistic expectations, I should say, and societal conditioning and all this crap and really help you take a second to slow the F down so you can look within and be like, okay, what is really going on here? So that is my intention. So let's get into it. I am going to put this episode as season two, which I know I didn't give you that heads up, but I feel like I have been born again when it comes to the podcasting and I just want to start a new fresh like chapter in this podcast. It's still going to be the same like press uh, the same theme and the same idea, of course, you know, self-empowerment and inviting healers on and all different modalities and sharing with you just what's going on in my life and certain tips and tools to help you really live an empowered life and know that you're worthy and deserving and help you create, navigate this human experience with more ease and more flow and create the, create the life you want. Like it's still the same, the same theme and foundation and everything, but I, I want to come here differently. So I'm going to get into that, but let's just talk about the past couple of weeks. So it has been intense since I want to say the holidays, I call it holidays, like instead of like D-A-Z-E, like it was really, really intense for me at like the end of December and just even like a couple days ago. And right now I'm recording this on January 17th. It was really, really intense. And I know I'm not the only one going through it. I know I had clients going through intensity. I had um, friends. It was just a really, really heavy, heavy time. And I know with the the new year, it was so easy to get so caught up in all the marketing and all like the, yeah, new year, you know, goals and hustle and force and strive and go, 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 go. And, you know, all this crap. And we put, and with that, we put so much effing pressure on ourselves So when we feel like there's no momentum or we don't follow through with certain habits or certain um, commitments that you say to yourself, we then judge ourselves and we beat ourselves up and we think like everyone else can do it. Why can't I do it? Like subconsciously. And it starts shipping away from your self-confidence and your self-esteem and it starts really affecting what you're able to create in your reality. And it's like this vicious cycle, right? So for me, what was going through, what was going through for me is that I have struggled with weight, with my weight and yo-yo dieting and my relationship with food. You know, I would, I would eat really clean and then binge binge in the weekend or, you know, this restrictive eating and this overeating and this binge eating and 
food was like very crucial in my upbringing. You know, I'm, I come from a Cuban household. Food is love. And uh, so I, and I've associated food with emotional eating when I'm bored or happy, excited, whatever. Right. So this is something that I've been, I've shared with you guys that I've been, I was very focused on and I was, I got a weight loss coach. I, um, worked with a trainer. I was doing Bixen dance classes. I was doing boot camps, and I was loving it. You know, I was feeling healthy. I was, you know, I still had times where I overate and binge ate and that was fine. You know, it happens, but I was losing inches. I was feeling good. Um, Because again, it's not all about the weight, but I was just feeling good. So then what happens was I I go on this detox that was like really, really, really restrictive, like extremely restrictive. Like I ate less calories than a newborn baby. Like it was like intense, right? But it was medical. It was medically backed up, right? With supported medical information. And I knew people that did it. And the reason why I did the detox was very egoic. It was superficial. It wasn't my why was not deep, right? Because I was already feeling good in my in myself and in my body, but I had this egoic goal that I always wanted to be like uh I wanted to weigh like 150. That was like my goal since, you know, childhood, like since I was like a teen. And I so I was like, "F it, I'm going to do it." And guys, OMG, man, did that mess up my whole mindset, my hormones, like it just really effed me up and it was just really bad. Right. So it was a 40 day detox. And then when, and I lost mad weight guys, like a lot of weight really fast. And I was feeling myself. I was like wearing these outfits. I I never thought I would wear. I was feeling, I was feeling good. Right. And that, but it was still torture. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was still tough. I was really putting my, a lot like on my body and I wasn't neutral. Like I wasn't really nourishing myself and it was difficult. Right. So then the detox ends and then it's like zero to a hundred. I started binge eating like every single day. I was just wanting everything in sight. And I, long story short, I gained back all the weight plus more. Right. Cause it happens the yo-yo dieting and especially it was egoic and blah, blah, blah. So that whole process really, really took me back. It really, really effed me up in everything because I was just like, oh my God, I'm a failure. Like all these stories that, again, just because we think it doesn't mean it's true. But when you're already feeling discouraged and you're feeling upset and you're um, feeling low vibe, right? All these negative emotions, you just, it really takes a toll on you. And I just felt so, uh, just so upset with myself and I wasn't liking my, my body image. When you lose a lot of weight and you gain a lot of weight really fast, it's just that your body looks so different. And I just was not, and then I was upset with myself for being upset with myself for not like, I was like, I've done so much inner work. I've done so much self-love work. I've done so much healing, you know, to really embrace and own myself. And now I'm back here where I'm like back to yo-yo, yo-yoing, right. Back to, um, not feeling comfortable in my body and just feeling very insecure and then beating myself up for feeling this, this way. Because at the end of the day, like I know, wait, it's not about the weight. It's about love loving yourself. It's about owning yourself. It's about, um, having that healthy, I want that healthy relationship with food, not that restricting and then binge eating and then overeating and all that stuff. Right. So 
I was feeling really upset. And then what happens with that is when you're already feeling low vibe, it's like a downward, a downward spiral. So I felt like a failure in the health and the fitness and uh, not fitness. Cause I, I mean, I was working out, but like in the health and the body image and the self-love piece. And I was feeling discouraged and upset and just really, really upset. And then that was translating in every other area of my life. So at the, when I would go to the gym, I literally would not want people to look at me. Like I, I started going to this new gym and for the longest time I only worked out with women and I had the trainer, whatever. And now I was like going to a gym with men and women and I didn't have a trainer and you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, no, actually I should, I lied. My, my friend is helping me out and he's training me and all that good stuff. He's creating, um, like a training thing, but I was even avoiding his ass because I felt so insecure and so unhappy in my body. And I remember just a couple of days ago, I was in a yoga class and I was looking in the mirror and I was just like, oh, I'm not happy. I'm not happy with like how I look and how I feel. And then again, I get upset with myself because I'm like, Kelly, you done like you teach people how to love themselves. You te- you help people gain confidence. You do this as a job. Like, you know, everything about energy, you know, how beautiful you like how we're magic and we're divinity. And we're like, it doesn't matter what we look like. It doesn't matter, you know, and I just was like really upset with myself for even feeling this way. But you know what? I got to be honest with you guys. I have to keep it real. You know, we're all humans. We all have so lessons we need to work on. So I remember looking at myself in the mirror in the yoga class and just wanting to be invisible, like just wanting no one to look at me. And like, I didn't even want to look at myself and I just wanted to be effing invisible. And I, I recognize through what I'm going to share with you, certain, um, journal prompts that you can do. I was like really self-reflective on that. And I was like, Oh my God, of course, this is affecting my ability to show up in my business because it again, it translates in every area of your life. So at the gym, I want to be invisible. I wear a big hat. I mean, I wear a hat so I can like cover my face and no one looks at me. I want to be invisible and I'm a speaker. So of course, if I'm not wanting to, if I want to be invisible, I don't want people to look at me. That energy is, is translating in my speaking career. And it's, it's very evident. Like I had a speaking engagement in the beginning of January and it just so happens that it's got it got postponed to March. And I know there's no coincidence, right? There's no coincidence with that because there's a part of, I did not want to be visible. I didn't want to be stared at. So of course it was affecting my ability to show up in my business all, you know, full throttle. And then it was also affecting my ability with podcasting because I felt so insecure and I felt a little bit of imposter syndrome because it's like I'm helping people love themselves completely, unconditionally, wholeheartedly. And I see, I'm able to see the beauty in so many people, regardless of their shape and size, they're beautiful. And now look at me, the teacher, the coach that is struggling with this and like is feeling like the imposter. And it really, really took a toll on me. I just felt very all over the place, very scattered, very just upset. And then I was upset for feeling upset, you know, that cycle, right? So I recognize that with the podcasting, what I was doing was because when I'm feeling like down and I'm feeling like, oh my God, I got to figure out my shit. What I tend to do is I tend to like pause, like freeze in all the things I'm doing. And I, and I look within and I go inward and I try to like literally figure it out, whether it's, you know, doing meditation, journaling, reaching out to identified supports, listening to podcasts, books, trying to find like the magic sauce, trying to find the thing that's going to help me 
understand what the hell is going on and switch things for me. And I'm always trying to like figure it out, figure it out, figure it out. And with that, I may not show up consistently. I may not follow my disciplines. I may not, you know, um, just treat my business how it's supposed to be treated, right? Which is not okay. It's not okay. So what I was doing was I was listening to a lot, a lot, a lot of podcasts. During the holidays, I was listening to like fun, light podcasts. And then and then I just started like, okay, I need to feed my mind. I need to figure out like, what's going to shift things? How can I really start loving my body image? How can I start really, you know, um, showing up consistently? How can I start shifting my habits and shifting my identity? Because there's a part of me that identifies as a yo-yo dieter, that identifies as an emotional eater, identifies as a binge eater. And because I feel there's an identity there that I overly identify with, then I have habits and patterns that are in alignment with that identity. So I was like, I need to figure out how can I fix this? Um, And then I will share it on the podcast, of course. But what I didn't recognize what was happening without me even recognizing subconsciously I was comparing myself to all these other podcasters and feeling inadequate. And subconsciously, I started putting all this pressure on myself to show up and deliver for you guys and to, you know, share, share like amazing quality information. I just like put way too much pressure on myself and I didn't recognize that's what I was doing. But again, when you're in that low vibrational energy, you're more likely to continue on with that and attract that and start comparing because you feel inadequate because you feel not good enough and you start like just overdoing it. And a lot of times you don't even recognize it. So I I realized that's what was happening. I wasn't getting inspiration for content for the podcast. I wasn't feeling the desire to even show up. I was like, what the F is going on? Because I love you guys. I love podcasting. You know, there's the empowered you is so special to me. It really means a lot to me. So it's like, I had to release that and I had to recognize like, Kelly, you just need to have fun with it. You know, like you just need to let go of these expectations you're putting on yourself and these pressures you're putting on yourself and just know that what you have is enough. You know, you have everything you need. It's all within you and it's everything you share and everything you teach and everything you preach, right? With all my audiences and all my clients, I help them recognize that within them. And it's like, Kelly, you're being called to really find that within yourself again. You know what I mean? Cause I've been here, but it's just like every time we up level, every time we grow rock bottoms, ups and downs, it's always an opportunity to really heal on a deeper level and show up even more powerfully. And I know for me with the whole, the detox and the losing weight and the gaining weight was really an opportunity and a lesson for me to love myself deeper, wholeheartedly and unconditionally. And I'd be lying to you if I said I'm there because I'm not, but I'm working towards it. And this awareness is so incredibly powerful. This awareness is literally like 60% of the way or even 70% of the way. So I share this with you because I, I feel like I have to. There's like this, this um, duty that I feel that I must let you into my world and understand and recognize like what is going on. But also I know this is going to help a lot of people. I know me speaking my truth is going to help you kind of connect it back with your truth and be like, wait, what am I doing? And it may not be weight and body image related, but if you are feeling that low vibe, are you recognizing how it's going into every area of your life? Now, if that's so, and especially like with this whole January idea, this January energy of like these, these goals and these desires and these dreams and hustle and go, go, go. And if you find yourself being like, not having that momentum, not feeling that juice, right? Not feeling that, um, feeling like 
for example, a client of mine just two days ago was like, I feel like I can't get my shit together. She's like, I had this idea for 2020 for January to be like ambitious and to really go and to really feel like that confidence and just, you know, hustle, not, she didn't say hustle, but like that energy of hustle. Right. And she's like, Kel, I don't know what the F is going on. Like, I feel like I cannot get my shit together. And a bunch of other people that I've connected with feel that way and myself included. But honestly, I didn't put too much pressure on myself for, for that 2020 January thing. Like I kind of had a feeling like I just knew January was really designed for us like universally to heal, to look within. So I want you to really look at Jan-U-Ary, right? Like J-A-N-U-Ary. So what I like to think about it, and I did this last year too, Jan-U, like Y-O-U-Ary, because January is really a month for us to look within and to really take a pause and a break to really ask ourselves, what the hell do we want? Like get really clear on your dreams and your desires and what you want to call in, because this is really like a foundational year and what the clarity and what we want and getting really clear on, wait, what is stopping us? What is preventing us from getting that? You know, who, what is serving us? What is it? Who is it? What do I need to start shifting and releasing or changing or adding or whatever the case may be? And digging into that, really digging into that because our psyche is so freaking crazy. And what I do want to say is I want to give you this permission of, um, I interviewed an astrologer on the podcast, which I'm going to be sharing that next week. And her name was Lara from Third Eye Theory. She's freaking dope. Amazing. You're going to love it. And what she did, she gave us like a reading of 2019, where we're coming from, and then an overall of 2020. And then she broke down each month, right? It's going to be so dope. It's like, I cannot wait to, to share that with you all. But anyway, so what she said was that February is going to feel like the new month. It's going to, you're going to feel that creativity. You're going to feel that momentum. You're going to feel that synergy, right? You're going to feel it in February. And January, I really, really, truly believe with every fiber of my being, it's designed for us to really, really look within and really self-investigate and be curious and open and see what's going on, you know? So for example, for me, if and if, and also if you really, really, really dig into, okay, why am I not going after my goals or why do I feel stuck or why do I feel like I can't um, move forward in these desires or really put myself out there or whatever the, the question, whatever it's you're seeking, right? Whatever desire you have. If you really, really, really dig into it, a lot of the times it's because there's a part of you that that does not feel safe. Because we, like how our mind works, our ego, we're programmed to, if we don't feel safe, we start creating these defense mechanisms, these um, these re- responses, these habits that may be harmful or helpful, or helpful or destructive to keep us safe. And we don't even recognize we're doing it. It's very, very like subconscious. It's very, very sneaky, sneaky. So with that, I encourage you to really, really look inside and ask yourself these things, you know, where am I not feeling safe? Now I have some, um, journal prompt questions that I want you to really dig in. If you really feel in the call to do this, which I think everyone should honestly. Um, but before I do that, I want to give you an example of that. So like looking at the desire. So for example, let me give you my personal experience. 
why am I unable to heal my relationship with food? Why am I unable to lose some weight and not drastic, but some weight and feel good like and maintain it? You know what I mean? Why can I do that? And not to say that I, I want to be very careful in my words when it comes to weight, because I know this diet culture mentality is like no joke. And um, I just want to be really mindful on how I share this, because I know this is a struggle that a lot of people are experiencing, but why can't I heal that relationship, right? Like, why is it consuming me? What is going on? What am I afraid of? What, like, what's the deeper meaning here? So as I was exploring this, I asked myself, what are the benefits from keeping on this weight from being the identified yo-yo dieter and, you know, binge eater and over emotional eater, because we do this to keep us safe, right? Without even recognizing. And there's certain benefits that come from our habits and our patterns and how we are, right? Sneaky, sneaky. We don't recognize it. So when I explored this, what came through and I shout out to my girl, Avita, because she helped me with this holding space and really asking me questions to really dig in. And I was like, okay, what, where, where's the benefit? What is the gain from holding on to this weight and being this identity that I've identified with so long? And what came through was business. So like by me focusing all my energy on this, it takes away on like, you know, the weight loss and the healing relationship and blah, 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 and, put, and being consumed with it. It takes away my ability to really show up powerfully in my business. And if you really dig, dig deep, dig deep, there was a part of me that felt like if I show up, if I go all in, in my business, then I'm not safe. Whether I'm going to be a target of criticism or judgment or not be accepted or feel like I belong or whatever these desire core desires that we all have deep, deep, deep rooted. There was a part of me that didn't feel safe. So it was comfortable for me to, to really over-focus on this whole weight loss and blah, 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 because that's what I was used to, to keep, keep me safe from showing up powerfully in my business. Then I asked myself, what other benefits are there from keeping on this weight? And I, I heard relationships. So I tuned into my intuition and relationships, romantic relationships. So I recognized that when I am, you know, feel, healing my relationship with food, I'm feeling healthy, I'm feeling strong. I'm, you know, really liking how my body's looking. I'm losing the weight. I'm losing the inches. I'm feeling good. Um, I tend to date. I tend to attract dater date, you know, dates. Um, I'm more confident. So I'll like look at so I'll look at someone, I'll smile. Whereas now, because of that whole feeling of like I, I'm not feeling comfortable in myself, I don't put that energy out. I don't have that man- magnetic energy out when it comes to partnership, right? And I'm not confident. So I won't even like, I'm like a puss guys. Like I won't even like look at a guy. Like I won't even like I just look the other way. I'm very I could be very insecure when it comes to that. And it's like, it's interesting, right? Because like, if a, a guy shows me he's interested, then I can be confident, but I cannot initiate. Like I struggle with that. And I know it's okay for women to initiate like, oh, I like your shirt or, you know, you have nice eyes or, oh, you're really tall or whatever. But when I'm feeling this way energetically, like there's no way I'm going to do that. And again, it has, honestly, it has nothing to do with my weight, but it's how I feel feel about myself. It's the energy that I'm in and the energy I exude out. So although this is not reality, 
I've, I've, I programmed in my mind, I've associated me being a certain weight and looking a certain way and feeling a certain way to that's when I will have a relationship. I associated, I linked them together when in reality, that's not the truth, but because I growing up, I was conditioned to feel that way. I believe that to be true. So of course that's what I attract when I am there, but I need to start recognizing these stories and recognizing that this is not true. Just because I felt that in the past does not make it true. Just because these thoughts come into my mind that, Oh, maybe like, uh, Oh, who's, you know, not that I think I just, I don't know. I just don't feel confident. So how can I be in a relationship? If I'm not really loving myself, how can I be in any other romantic relationship? So deep, deep down, I was carrying the weight because there's a part of me that's scared to be in a romantic relationship. It's scared. I'm scared to have my heart broken. I'm scared to put myself out there. I'm scared to invite someone in and, you know, for them to see all my flaws and, you know, all the things that are going on, you know, like I, I didn't recognize that was what was happening, but it was. So I share that with you for you to self-reflect in your own life and be like, Oh shit. Because if you look at it, it doesn't look, it doesn't look like, Oh, you, me carrying, like having struggling with my weight and food and body image and whatever is related to my business or related to relationships. Like it doesn't look that way in the outside in. Right. But once you take the time to slow down, look within and start asking yourself these questions and trusting your intuition, you will start receiving guidance and answers and recognizing that it's all connected. And there's deeper, deeper rooted reasons to why we do what we do. Right. So with that said, I want to share with you certain journal prompt questions that I would love for you to implement in your life. So, and this, these questions are done if you have certain, if you have a desire or a dream or a goal that you've been like working towards and you just feel like there's been no momentum and you're beating yourself up and you're not, um, you just feel like you can't get your shit together. Like my client said, um, these questions are going to be so great for you. So the first question, and what I would love for you to do, is called automatic journaling. So you can take a piece of paper and you set your timer for two or three minutes. And then you start asking these questions and just see, and just write whatever comes to you. Now, automatic journaling for all the people that are very logical, this will help you surpass your conscious mind and go into your subconscious mind. For the, my spiritual peeps, I like myself, I believe when I do this, um, automatic journaling, that it's totally me connecting with my higher self, because what happens is you don't have time to think you have the timer and you just let it flow. You let it, you just write out whatever's coming through and you just trust what you're receiving. And at first you might be like, like for the example, the first question I want you to ask yourself is what am I scared of? So you might write, what am I scared of? Question mark. I have no idea why Kelly's saying to do this. This is so stupid. I don't even know, blah, 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 da, da, da. And then you, all of a sudden you'll get guidance, right? Like then it'll be like, you're scared of being seen. Why? And then just keep going. Why am I scared of being seen? I'm scared of, um, being a target of criticism. I'm scared that I won't be loved if I follow through with this. I'm scared that da, 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 da. and however it comes, whether it's through thoughts, whether it's through images, pictures, whether you just feel like you're, someone's like taking over you and your hand is just moving, trust everything that you're receiving and just flow, just flow guys. Okay. I'm telling you, this is so powerful and you can use this automatic journaling for anything and everything. Like if you're for anything, honestly, it's so powerful. It's such a powerful tool. And cause a lot of times when we're journaling, we get in our head like, Oh my God, am I doing this right? Am I doing this wrong? I don't really know what to ask. You know, am I really channeling? Am I really connecting with my higher self? Blah, blah, blah. Like, is this real? Blah, blah, blah. But when you put set a timer and you just like, let it flow, you're going to be so surprised what comes through. So 
The first question is, what am I scared of? The second question is, what benefits do I receive from not achieving this desire? So for me, I shared with you with the whole like not showing up powerfully in my business and romantic relationships. Um, I know I had another client that she is chronically anxious, right? And she's like, I'm always anxious. Uh, And she's done so much work, right? Personal development, spiritual development, healing. She's done so much work. And she's like, I just don't understand. And I'm like, all right, there's a benefit from here. There's a benefit from your anxiety. So let's, so I asked her, I was like, so what is the benefit? from you having anxiety. And she took a second and she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, but if you did know, what, what do you think it is? And she, what came through, she heard mother. And what happened as we continue to unravel this and explore, it's, there's deep, deep rooted, like subconsciously deep rooted. She associated her anxiety with honoring her mother because her mother has anxiety. So that was her way of feeling connected to her mother and honoring her mother. It was mind blowing, right? We never, we, you would never think that, right? But what, by taking the time to really look within and be investigative and be open and be curious and trusting your intuition, trusting what comes through, you'll be blown away by what, like the connections. It's mind blowing. So The second question is, what benefits do I receive from not achieving this desire? The third one, what are the consequences of not achieving this desire? So like for my client, it's like living in anxiety is not, the consequences like my body is um, high strung, like my nervous system is all out of whack. It doesn't feel good. I feel overwhelmed. I feel scattered. I feel, you know, like I can't accomplish my dreams and my desires or whatever. So ask yourself, what are the consequences, right? The fourth question is, how will not achieving this desire affect my future? See what comes through. Um, The fifth question is, what is this experience trying to teach me? So basically, what's the lesson here? So for me, I know I'm being called to love myself deeper, unconditionally, wholeheartedly, and really accept myself in all shapes and sizes and just accept where I am and who I just accept acceptance and self-love basically. And I know this is happening to me because I set the intention because I was guided by spirit to, to facilitate a self-love retreat. But I said, absolutely not. I refuse to facilitate a self-love retreat until I can wholeheartedly, unconditionally love myself, body image and all, right? Because right now I love who I am as a person, as my soul. Like I know I have so many great qualities. Like I love who I am. I know I'm a good person, right? Like I love who I am, but I need to love every inch of my body regardless of my shape or size. Like that is, that is what I need in order to then teach it, to then hold space for other people, to then facilitate a retreat geared towards that. And I'm not saying self-love is not a destination. It's a lifelong thing, but I need to get into the space where I can like, I can wear, I can really feel comfortable in my skin, regardless of how it looks. You know what I mean? So I set that intention and I know the universe brought this to me, this whole detox, this whole experience to help. It's an opportunity for me to, first of all, heal on a deeper level and really um, love myself on a deeper, deeper level. It's an opportunity to like really, really do that. So it's a process. It's a journey. Obviously I'm still on, I'm still figuring it out. But that was the lesson for me. And also like the lesson, like to recognize that it's connected to 
being fearful of relationships and two, being fearful of showing up in my business. So it's all, there's so many lessons in this whole experience, right? In this whole season. So I want you to ask yourself that. And then the last question is, how will I move forward? What is the one action step I can commit to today that will help me work towards my desires? And then just see, trust your intuition, see what comes through. So I'm just going to repeat that real quick. First one, what am I scared of? Second one, what benefits do I receive from not achieving this desire? Third one, what are the consequences of not achieving this desire? Fourth one, how will not achieving this desire affect my future? Fifth one, what is the lesson here? And the sixth one is what is one action step I can commit to today that will help me work towards my goals? So that is for you guys. Definitely let me know, Sunshines. Let me know what comes through. If you have any aha moments, any clarity, any like crazy connections, like what I shared with you, I would love to know. Message me at it's Kelly Espino on Instagram or Facebook at Kelly Espino. I really, really love and appreciate that. You guys know I really, it means a lot to me. And what I just want you to do is, guys, take time for you, January. And just to understand that it's one day at a time. We're not meant to figure it all out at once, right? We're meant to continue to honor our intuition, follow the breadcrumbs, and slowly but surely learn and live and evolve and just one day at a time, there's no race. And I know in this society, we're so pressured with timelines and expectations and to be, you know, to prove that we are worthy, to prove that we're good enough, to prove that it's like this forcing energy. And it's like, it's all bullshit. It's all societal conditioning. It's all media conditioning, culture, upbringing. It's not, it's not who we are at the core. You know, we're meant to really have honor this patience virtue, right? I think that's a soul lesson that we all have is to be patient and to really trust in divine timing and trust that, you know, what, when we need, like whatever we need to know will be revealed to us in divine timing and just be open to signs and synchronicities and guidance and direction and really use your support team, your divine team to really help you in this process and just understand that we're all in this together, in this human experience. This human experience was not designed to be easy and, you know, so like there's no issues or adversities or struggles. Like if you think of any, any really life-changing person in the planet or who has lived in this planet, you know, Ghana, Martin Luther King, like there's so many people that have like their life, the struggle, man, the adversities, right? So Oprah, like, and look at them where they are now. You know what I mean? Like we are, this human experience was designed to be a school for our soul to evolve. We have certain soul lessons, certain soul contracts, certain soul, soul things that we need to do that we experience, that we grow, that we learn, that we acquire wisdom, we acquire skills through these adversities, through these struggles. So just remember that just because you may think you're stuck, you may think you're a failure, you may think you're not good enough, just because you think it does not make it true. There's very, very few things in this world that are factual, right? So just remember that it's not your truth unless you choose to accept it as your truth. And I really hope you give yourself permission to really release the pressure, release the timeline, release the expectations, trust that you do not need to figure it out all right in this moment. Know that you're not alone. We're all in this together. And the your only job is just not to give up and just to keep on 
going. And keep on going, maybe I need to chill out and watch Netflix. Like for my client who struggles with anxiety, her action step was, okay, tomorrow you are seriously only going to watch Netflix with your kids and chill. Like you're going to give yourself permission to chill and relax. And that was her keeping on, keeping on, right? Keep going by her taking that action step. So it doesn't have to be, we're so programmed to believe that this action step has to be so huge. It can literally be you taking a bath, right? Or you going out to nature or you hiring a babysitter so you could go out on a date with your partner or whatever, right? It doesn't have to be this huge ass thing, but baby steps still very much move you forward. And it's never the speed that matters, but it's the direction. So just keep on going. Okay. And just know that I'm here for you. I love you. I got you. And moving forward, I, my intention is to be consistent with you guys to like no bullshit, drop us episode every Tuesday. You know, of course I will keep you in the loop. I will keep you on this journey with me. I would continue to be honest and just keep it real. Thank you so much. All, every, all the listeners, thank you, sunshines for supporting me for, you know, being here for listening. I know there's so much things you can be doing right now. There's so much stimulation. There's so much, there's so much, right. And the fact that you're listening to me and you're open and and you're receptive and you're just like, I just want to be the best I can be. And I, I just want to just fulfill like my potential and really create the life I truly want, love and deserve. And I'm just ready to fill my mind and grow my soul. Like I see you and I respect you and I honor you and I admire you and I love you so much. So that is my spiel. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you have any um, suggestions on topics you would want me to address or any healers or any teachers or any people you would want me to bring on the show, please do not hesitate to let me know take a screenshot of this episode, tag me, let me know your thoughts. I love it. And that is a wrap for me. So I am going to see you next week. And next week, get excited guys for the astrological forecast of 2020. It's going to be so freaking dope. You're going to freaking love it. So that is a wrap. I love you all so much. Send you all so much love, light, and positive vibes. Okay. Bye guys. Till next time. (laughs) 